This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. He five through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Hey, welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman, the Magic are on the road here today, headed to Memphis, Tennessee. They're going to take on the Memphis Grizzlies, and we'll have it for you tomorrow right here on 96.9 The Game at 7.30 and 7.30 on Bally Sports Florida. The Magic, just a quick trip. Jake, we haven't had many of these. Well, what's it like to just do a one-game trip? Well, we're not gone for 11 days. That's coming on Sunday, <laughs> but it's nice to just have one game, one road game, and then another home game right after it. Yeah, and a quick one up to Memphis. That's a, that's a pretty quick flight, I would think, um, which is good because we've got the Phoenix Suns rolling, rolling in on yeah. Sunday afternoon, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. And the, but, and the start of a back-to-back. So you're going to have your second back-to-back in a week, right? You just had one with Miami and Cleveland, and now you're going to go uh, do Phoenix and Dallas. That's a pretty easy back-to-back, so we thank the schedule makers for that. Uh, so they'll be back at it. But this Magic, too, lots to get to, a lot of NBA topics. Congratulations to the Osceola Magic. That was fun. Uh, 96.9 being a part of that, uh, being out there on location, tele- or, or uh, broadcasting the the very first game here on 96.9, the game, and it results in an Osceola win, 120-106. to 106. You get 22 points from Mac McClung, 30 from Treble and Queen. Uh, pretty nice. It was it, it was a nice atmosphere yesterday and a nice win for Osceola. Yeah, and and I just love the idea that we're getting some some Osceola broadcasts uh, here yeah. on ninety six nine. The game that's that's a great partnership. It has been great. Um, and Nick Runowitz and our graduate associate Wendell did a fantastic job. Nick does such a great job. He's been doing the games uh, for yes. so yes. long in, in on Valley Sports Florida, and then uh, of course the uh, the simulcast now on ninety six nine. The game so. All win last night. I tuned in for a little bit. It sounded great. Um, and so, yeah, and then the, those numbers. I mean, Treble and Queen is, he's proven himself as a worthwhile NBA player. I'm so telling I, you. I expect nothing less when he goes down to Osceola, uh, putting up those big numbers. And those games are back and forth. I don't, I don't know how Nick and Wendell kept up with it. Um, that, that is a pretty constant constant pace in those uh, those G League games. It's, uh, it, it's a fun atmosphere. It certainly is. You've done one. I've done a bunch, and it's it is. It's great to be a part of. You just love kind of being a, a part of that whole atmosphere. Uh, and when they grab a win, it's even better. It, Twenty three points in the first half for Trevor and Queen, and I agree. I know I, I kind of look at this, and we'll save this more for tomorrow. But this Memphis Grizzly team that we're about to see, I mean, this it feels like it's a bunch of Trevor and Queens. You know, guys that kind of got an opportunity because of all the injuries. You know, tomorrow you're not going to see John Morant. You're not going to see Desmond Bain. You're not going to see Jonas Valanciunas. And you're not going to see Marcus Smart. So you're getting Vince Williams Jr., right, is coming in out of VCU. And you're getting G.G. Jackson. Uh, we all saw that uh, tremendous interview we do with Shaquille Neal, which was uh, just about as pure as it gets. Uh, coming out of South Carolina, you get David Roddy. I mean, you're getting John Conshaw. That's what we're going to see. But they've won two in a row. They win last night in Miami, and they beat Toronto the other night. So uh, certainly not a team that you can overlook. Uh, but that that's kind of it feels like you know these guys are these guys are in in this league for a reason and everybody wears that NBA logo and Treble and Queen getting an opportunity to play last night maybe he gets a run uh, here in Memphis as well um, Jake but you know, we'll touch on Memphis in the next segment and all that but there's a lot happening in the NBA world 
And we got to run through some of these stories. I, I, I don't I don't know that there's anything bigger than what's happening in Milwaukee, but the thing that's the most recent was the Washington Wizards moving on from Wes Unseld Jr. We know Wes Unseld. He spent three years here in Orlando as an assistant coach for Jock Vaughn, 2012 to 15, 48 years old in his third season at the helm for the Wizards. Now they're just going to move him over to the front office, right? So they value him. That name in that town will always be a big deal, right? His dad, probably the greatest bullet of all time, right? The Washington Bullets and he was an executive, he was a coach, and his son following in his footsteps uh, in the coaching realm. His third year, there was 77 and 130. Uh, he was, his record. They're 7 and 36 this year, second worst record in the NBA, to the surprise of nobody. They completely dismantled that team, and this is right. the direction they were heading in. And Brian Keefe, longtime assistant coach in the NBA, is going to get the opportunity. He was part of that OKC team in 2012 that went to the NBA Finals. So he gets a look. It's an opportunity for him for about 38 games to kind of toss his hat into the ring uh, as a potential head coach option. He's familiar with the front office there in Washington. But, uh, it, you know, I, I like that. I don't think this was a surprise to anybody. I think everybody knew Wes Unsell Jr. unfortunately probably wasn't long for the world because they went down this road with the rebuild. I like that they kept him on board and he's going to be a part of the, a part of the front office moving forward. Yeah, as long as that's what he was, he he wanted, right? Like, it, yeah, well, it's true. Be right. Interesting. This right. summer, is he out there looking for another head coaching job, or does he stick around? It always, it, it, I always sort of approach these stories like, you know, is it was it okay? You can either go, or we're going to give you this. Like, was it was it a choice type situation, or was it what true. was true. ideal for him? I do think, like you said, like there's so much respect to, with that name. Um, and, and as we, as we know, it wasn't the coaching like that, that was, oh my that, was goodness. Not, that was not the problem. That roster was kind of designed to do this. And, and, and it's an unfortunate thing that does happen. You know, like there's, I, I, I think they needed to do this. They needed to break it up. They needed to trade Bradley Beal and get the pieces back and go young and, and try to start this thing over. And right now they've got a few guys, um, in Kuzma and pool that were somewhat cast off elsewhere. And then probably together aren't. Um, a foundation of a winning team. They're both pretty good individual players, especially on the offensive end. So there's some assets there. They're going to go young. And hopefully for Wes Unseld Jr.'s sake, um, this is what he was looking for. And hopefully we're not hearing about him trying to get another head coaching gig this summer because it can be a pretty cushy seat sliding, you know, moving oh, yeah. players. Um, but well, if he, it's like a Brad I, Stevens thing, if it's like a Brad Stevens thing, it could be great. That, that could be the next the, the next. uh transition but I always think of uh, our good friend Richie Adubato who would say you know potential and upside and all that uh, is what gets coaches fired yes <laughs> you look at right. Johnny Davis right Johnny Davis a lottery pick out of Wisconsin that has not panned out he can't get on the floor it's not Wes Unseld's fault right that's yeah, who they drafted Corey Kispert's a nice player you know but a lottery pick and a terrific shooter but you know leaves a little bit to be desired on the defensive end now don't get me wrong that guy's a sharpshooter and, and I love me some Corey Kispert uh, but you've already moved on from you've already moved on from Rui Hachimura. Uh, you know how good is Denny Avdia, right? These are guys that needed to make drastic leaps yes. this year, and you just didn't see that, right? Yeah, they're, and that, that's, that's, a lot of that's not Wes's fault. Exactly, exactly. And so hopefully, no matter what, he's able um, to still have his voice within the organization and kind of right. see them through it because those relationships are important. Like you know, whoever it is, right? They do, okay, whether or not Brian Keefe keeps it throughout um, the summer and long term. If, if if you still want to get something out of Denny Avdia, who I think is a perfect example, like they drafted him, you know, as a project, and yes. he hasn't developed into an All NBA All Star right. player, but he's a good player. He's a good young sure. player. No question. So 
probably a lot of good basketball ahead of them. Um, as you as you sit down and have those conversations come the spring when they're when they're going into the off season, is is it look this this is long term and does he trust Wes Unsell Jr. That's why I think it's important to keep because that's all he's ever known, right? Like most of his yeah, development right. has come under Wes Unsell Jr. So I think that's why it's important to keep him close. And then if they do hire a new coach, let him have a voice in that because you want to make sure that you uh, you protect those relationships. Well, and it's interesting those guys that you mentioned and that we've been talking about are nice players, very nice players, great role players in the late twenties, maybe some second round or. Those are all lottery picks, and those need to be impact players, starters, uh, you know, and and you know, eventually all-star caliber uh, for them to pan out if they're lottery players, and that, that just hasn't been to this point. So anyway, the timeline's a little delayed, but we'll see. Uh, they're, they're again, they're all solid players, and there's some talent on that roster, so we'll see. And I and I think probably moves are coming. You look at Tyus sure. Jones and but uh, potentially even Kyle Kuzma. Uh, there could be some some moves coming. And speaking of moves, uh, you know, there's all kinds of rumors about. Uh, DeJounte Murray potentially being on the move. The Lakers are being active. There's a lot of teams that are, uh, there's moves that have already been made. But uh, so the West Unsell Jr. is uh, move is the most recent, but the biggest news is the hiring, the official hiring of Doc Rivers. He's going to hire, he's going to sign a $40 million contract that's going to take him through 2027. This is a guy that has 1,097 wins to his credit, right? He's ninth all time. He's one behind Larry Brown. Now, uh, this will be the fifth team that he's coached. Not many guys have had the opportunity to coach five teams. Larry Brown coached nine, ironically, which is amazing. What do you think about one guy coaching a third of the league? Uh, but he gets another crack at it. And no, to no, to the surprise of nobody, they go out and, and, and just run away against Cleveland under Joe Prunty, right, interim interim coach. And, and when a coaching change happens, your two best players damn well better have a big game because that change doesn't happen without their blessing. And I'm not saying they went and asked for a change, but you don't get rid of a guy without asking them if they're okay with it. So they respond, Giannis Adetokounmpo last night, 35 points, 18 rebounds, 10 assists, right, to the surprise of no one. And you get 28 from Damian Lillard, one of his best games in a couple of weeks, and they grab a win for Joe Prunty. How does this pan out? Now Doc Rivers at the helm uh, for 35, 38 games as, they, as he already inherits the second best record in the NBA. Well, a couple. Of, I mean, there's, there's going to be a honeymoon. We know that. Did you see the dance they did before the game last night? They seemed. I I, I think it was um it was um Jay what's his name Jay Skeets I think from the uh from the yeah uh, yep Jay Skeets yeah yeah but now listen they apparently they do that before every game right so that that was not it might have been a little more effort and a little more a juice little to more, it it seemed last night a little more juice the, but there the there's when I don't think their social media team. Up needed to post that like it was like everybody was all in it on it right like a little bit of a pile on uh yes yes I, the tweet was when yeah when the sub- substitute teacher shows up <laughs> oh, man. you know what i mean and that's and it did sort of feel like that. Uh, it's yeah. going to be a honeymoon period what happens dante in may when they go down two games to one in the playoff series and all of a sudden there's not this deep trust like like yeah sure doc is doc and i think doc has relationships with everybody obviously um, but I do wonder, like, when you've got a, a, a roster that's ready to move to win this year, and you make a move like this, there's still a lot of foundation that has to be set. Um, so it's going to be kind of interesting. Look, Doc, Doc is the one who uh, that Boston team won as soon as they put it together, right? Like there was three, four years. And matter of fact, as time went on, um, things got worse for, for that group. But uh, 
If, look, but you can argue they go if if Kevin Garnett's healthy, you could argue they go back in 09, right? They win in 08, uh, and they went to Game Seven against Kobe in in 2010. I mean, right. that one they were right there. Uh, there was been so many injuries. I I, I think the pile on uh, to Doc to me is a, is a little unfair because you're dealing with James Harden, right? Who kind of comes and goes. So uh, to me, that that is the guy that that should bear the brunt of it in Philadelphia. Uh, the Clippers, there was a lot of the Clippers. Uh, there was a lot of injuries, but there was yes. If he's going to take one, that should be that one for sure. He had so, he say. had some three one leads. I, I'm with you on that. Fifteen it, years, Dante. He's had the best talent in the NBA, basically wherever yep, was yep. he went. And so and so, I just think that this is probably and and this is probably the way Doc wants it. This is probably the last go at it. And, sure, and sure. He right. is he has certainly earned the right to to get jobs like this. I don't think anybody's questioning that. But the pressure's on. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he had. It was pretty much tailor made to win championships everywhere he's been. And and he did you're right. I mean, I, I brought that up in Boston because I think Doc was the perfect guy at that time. Yes. yes. And it didn't need to, to take two or three years, but typically right. it does. I mean, the, you know, Spolter, exactly. LeBron and D Wade didn't get it done in year one. They got it done in year two. Um, but <laughs> but it does. It's it's really hard to microwave it, even if you do have talent as good as Giannis and Damian Lillard. So it's going to be really interesting, kind of when the rubber meets the road. Like I said, it's going to be great for the first couple of weeks. I'm sure they're going to rattle off ten straight, and I right, think right. it's going to be fantastic. But um, I, I'm well, see, I'm I'm, I'm a doc. Conversations are like in the springtime. I'm a doc guy. He's a straight shooter. He he answers with with honesty in the press conferences, and I think some of his stars don't like that. I think they want to be protected, and he doesn't do that. He didn't do it with Ben Simmons. He didn't do it with James Harden. And and I think those guys kind of didn't like that, but I think he was absolutely right in how he handled both of those. And I think when you drill down to each one of those series, that's up three one or two one or whatever it may be, I think you can find other things within it that didn't help. Uh, now he certainly could have found a way to get him through it, and that didn't happen. But I think when it is interesting because I've done dives on those, and and it is remarkable there have been different circumstances uh, that have been accompanied with it. But that being said. He's inherited Giannis and Damian Lillard in a team built to win a championship. And yet again, yet again, he's sitting on top of the talent heap. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what he can put together. So, yeah, absolutely. But obviously they think he can do it because he keeps getting jobs. He keeps getting work, and guys keep going to bat for him, and people love Doc. And and he has success under on his resume. So I, I think it's going to work. I'm in the camp that uh, that they're. I, I think they're going to get out of the East here this year. So we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see if he can put it together uh, that quickly or not. Cheer for your magic on Wednesday, March 27th during the Golden State Warriors' only visit to Kia Center this season. Jake, real quick, I, I mean, how emotional was that? I mean, what the Warriors returned to the floor after the loss of Dayon Milijovic. Um, tears in the eyes of Draymond Green. Kaminga has a big game, 11 of 11. They, they go on and win last night. Uh, that, that, that was about as emotional as it could be, going there and winning for their assistant coach who passed away. Yeah, it's um, that's, you know, that is... I can't even wrap my head around it. I was thinking about it. It kind of took me back to when Kobe passed away, which is funny that we were talking about Doc, even though that affected the entire league. Just the idea. He was here for that, yeah. And remember, he was here with the Clippers that night. Um, but just the thought of going out and trying to do something as trivial as, as a basketball game. Mm. But that but that's the basis of your relationship um, with, with Coach Miljovic. So I... I it's it's a weird sort of headspace I think to try to envision, but you also understand how it can be something that really drives a team and pulls them together, yes. uh, the, despite the fact that it makes basketball seem so trivial. 
Well, we can watch the Warriors come into town here on March 27th. You can go to orlandomagic.com. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and the Warriors in the building. Their only trip to Orlando, orlandomagic.com. When we come back, we'll get you our call of the game and more around the association coming up next. Magic fans, get ready because the next City Night features a star-studded matchup you won't want to miss. Be at Kia Center on Sunday, January 28th when the Orlando Magic hosts Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns during their only visit to Orlando this season. Witness a kingdom on the rise as Anthony Black, Wendell Carter Jr., and the rest of the Magic look to protect the home court against the Suns. Secure your tickets today for this big-time City Night at OrlandoMagic.com. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fellow. young fellow. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. A lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top-quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items, to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program. Introducing Lem hey. and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon lime flavor, and it's caffeine free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip hop could be hop hip? Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. 
It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. This is Mo Wagner of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. Lightning round here in segment number two of Magic Drive Time, so we're going to fly through some topics here. Uh, first, let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. And I encourage you, if you don't know anything about Goga Bataze, go to iHeart, go to iTunes, wherever you get your uh, your podcasts, and download the latest Magic Pod Squad, where me, you, Jake, George Galante catch up with Goga Bataze. Give me one, two, three takeaways from our interview with Goga that you think fans will greatly enjoy. Okay, first takeaway is we got to get to Georgia. We got to figure out a way. The country. To Georgia, the, Georgia, the country, not yes, just the yes. state. I've been there. Great state. <laughs> but, I, but I really yes. would like to see the country. The Amazing. oldest wine-producing country in the world. The three of our jaws were on the floor, you, me, and George, as soon as he mentioned now, that. We now like, his, okay. exact, his exact words were, we invented wine. We invented wine. We invented yes. wine in and the country I, of Georgia. And, That's and amazing. I, of course, you know, you know me. I immediately Googled it when we got done and had to double-check it. And he's right. He is absolutely right. He's absolutely, he's absolutely right. right. He was not Chamber of Commercing on us. Um, so that was great. Look, Goga is so he's his personality and the way he plays the game. I think it's it's also genuine. So we enjoyed so much talking with him. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. The Green Goblins is a great story, and yep, they yep. got it you know straight from the original Green Goblin. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then we we spoke about Coach Miljovic as well. And, yes, and, yes. and really, Goga's path, which is so much, is, is so unique, um, because these guys overseas, especially in places like Georgia and Serbia, you know, they, they, he was a pro at 16. He was the youngest player yes, in the league. Yes, at 16 years old, he had to leave his homeland. Um, and I remember talking to Evan Fournier with similar stories. You know, leaving when you're 15 years old and going and, and playing among yes. men. Um, it's just a, a really unique sort of aspect. So it was fantastic. And yes, a great listen. And we didn't keep him very long. It's about 25, yes, 30 minutes, correct. I think. So it goes by like that. We did, There was so much stuff we wanted to talk to him about that we didn't even get to, but it was great. All right. And last thing uh, on this lightning round again, we got about a minute and a half, two minutes uh, to close out the show here. But the story from Tim McMahon on ESPN, he was sitting right next to a fan who was yelling uh, at Luka Doncic in the second half, Luka didn't like it. Something like, uh, you got to get on the treadmill, you're tired, right? That was the comment that he posted that he heard. Then he posted the video of the fan who said it, a Suns fan at a Dallas game that got ejected from the game, right? And then uh, Luka Doncic goes to the post game afterwards and immediately singles out Tim McMahon and says, uh, I knew it would be you that would have that. Uh, to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, it, it's always you. When it's something negative about me, it always comes from you. And Tim McMahon was just kind of defending himself, and and it's like, listen, 99% of the stuff I post is positive. I just was sitting right there. I heard it. I saw it. I recorded it. And, I've, and yes, you're right. I was the first one to see it, and I did report it first. And Lucas said, well, you didn't hear all the swearing and all the obscenities that he yelled at me the entire first half. You just heard what led to it. So it's probably the truth lies somewhere in the middle. 
Uh, but Luca taking exception. I, I think at the forefront of it, Jake, he doesn't like that his team's lost three consecutive games. Uh, didn't like that the fan was yelling at him. But what do you make of that story with Tim McMahon? Yeah, I think any time in the uh, the Mavericks seem to to do this a lot. They blame the media, right? And and Tim McMahon, <laughs> it's everybody. Tim McMahon everybody else's fault. Tim McMahon was established long before Luca arrived in Dallas. Tim McMahon's been covering the league for a long time, and he's a good journalist. And yes, he reported yes. what happened. He had video for crying out loud. Of correct. What correct. Um, he didn't. You know. Okay. If Luca wants to claim the context of what happened in the first half was worse. The other part that the first thing that jumped out at me is that nobody should ever be ejected for for yelling something like that. Is it? Yeah. Well, fine? agreed. You know, Agreed. until we're swearing, I, I am I'm team. The, the fans made a lot of money to be down there. Yep. Something like yep. that on a treadmill is acceptable. Is it mean? Maybe a little bit, but that's like to me, that's borderline. That's that's just booing somebody or or not right. having right. fun. Yes, the swear words. If you if you get into that, it's it, it's a little bit of another story. But uh, I'm team McMahon on this. Luca needs to chill out. He needs to figure out what's going on on the floor first and not be concerned about all that stuff. And I, D, I'm just waiting for the whole thing in Dallas to explain. I know, I know. No way. This is I we know. know. You know it. It's not going to work. Well, it was uh, three day, three games ago, right, when they wrote how Dallas took a gamble on Kyrie Irving and it paid off and yeah. Kyrie has found himself and they give me the le- the liberty and the leeway to be me. They've lost three in a row. So there you go. That's that's just how these things work uh, with Kyrie and, and maybe some of the collateral damages, Luka Doncic there. Uh, somewhere in between. And, and there, that's a team that's going to make some moves, too, here going into the trade deadline. That'll do it for Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. We're back tomorrow at 6 o'clock as we get you ready for the Magic and the Grizzlies. We'll talk to you then.